As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. You not know I have a podcast. It comes out every week. I'm part of the Odd Pods Media Network. I talk about beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way while we're out there getting those check-ins and badges. Some weeks, I'll talk about a new beer that has potential to be a classic. Also, being a Chicago beer guy, I'll talk about great craft beer and craft beer news in the city of Chicago. Remember, sometimes the beer in front of you is the best one yet. It's Beer in Front every week, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. Welcome to the 2022 Beer in Front Awards. Hi, Mom. I'm your host, Dave Zalatoris, host of the Beer in Front podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. One of the main goals when I started the podcast was I wanted to celebrate old beers that maybe, you know, you forget. You're chasing the new barrel-aged stout or the new hazy IPA, you forget about great classic old beers. So I came up with this idea for the awards late in the year. It was like late August. So I didn't have as much prep time as I would have liked, but I will correct that in future years. I put out the word on social media to my friends in the beer community and podcast community. And I feel I have a good cross-section of judges from around the country. Some of the judges are going to join me live on this show in about seven or eight minutes, and they're going to talk about some of their favorite beers. Everyone voted for the same beers. The scores were tabulated. I don't even know the winners. I had Ruby tabulate everything, and just so you know what's on the up and up, when she was tabulating, I looked out the window And I saw Giuliani 
and that fucking pillow guy, they were around the neighborhood. So, you know, this selection is on the up and up. The awards for this year are going to be the best macro beer and best craft beer that's over 21. Future years will have imported lagers, best light beer, and others, in addition to, you know, new, you know, best craft beer that's 21. I don't have a sponsor of this. I reached out to a couple spots, and understandably, they're like, who are you? We don't want anything to do with this. So if you'd like to support the show, you could go to patreon.com slash beer in front. Also, please check out all of the judges here. They did this on their own time, bought the own, their own beers with their own money. So please support all of the judges here. I'm going to run some video clips with them. And, you know, when they come on, they'll talk about where you could find them. So please support the judges, because that would mean a lot to me. Before we get started, let's look at the red carpet. In the best macro category, we had all of these beers to judge. Blue Moon, Budweiser, Bush, Coors, Genesee Cream Ale, Guinness Draft, Hams, Iron City, Leinenkugel, Lone Star, Miller High Life, which I am drinking right now, Old Style, Paps Blue Ribbon, Schlitz, and Strohs. I need a teleprompter. Someone should have said, hey, Dave, get a teleprompter. It'll make your life easier. No one did. Jab offs. All right. In the craft beer over 21 category, we judged Alaskan Amber, Allagash White, Anchor Steam, Bear Republic Racer 5, Bells Two-Hearted, Big Sky Moose Drool, Deschutes Black Butte Porter, Dogfish Head 90, Flying Dog, Doggy Style, Great Lakes, Edmund Fitzgerald, Lagunitas IPA, New Belgium, Fat Tire, New Glarus, Spotted Cow, North Coast, Old Rasputin, Red Hook, ESB, Russian River, Pliny the Elder, Samuel Adams, Boston Lager, Shiner Bach, Sierra Nevada, Pale Ale, Stone IPA, Sweetwater, 420, and Widmer's Hefeweizen. Like the award shows, they start out with an award right away. So we're going to start out right now with the macro. Here are your nominees for macro beer of the year. Blue Moon Belgian White. Genesee Cream Ale. Guinness Draft. Old Style. And Strohs. All right, I have the envelope here for Macro Beer of the Year. And the winner 
of the 2022 Beer in Front Award Macro of the Year is Guinness Draft. The people at Guinness are not here to accept this award. I'm going to accept it on their behalf. Guinness thanks everyone who voted for them. I'm going to start bringing on the judges here, but here are all of the judges. Like I said, please support them. Go to their pages. Go to go to their Ubers. Some of them drive for Uber and Lyft. Go, go get a ride from them and tip well, but please support all of the judges here. I'm going to start bringing some guests on right now. I have three in the green room right now, so I'm going to bring them on one by one. And I also have a little intro video for everyone that's going to come on. First to join is DT from Space Castle. There he is. What's going on, brother? What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Let's tell everyone a little bit about you with this video. You feel good that you voted for the macro of the year? I did actually, and I'm really glad that Guinness Draft won. Uh, for being a macro, it's honestly one of, it's honestly just one of the best beers in the world. Period. Would I prefer to have it like on tap on a nitro? Absolutely, but the fact that you can get it at any liquor store, any grocery store, and still be one of the best beers in the world is just fantastic. It's one of my favorite beers of all time. So I absolutely voted at the highest in the macros, and it deserves the win. Excellent. Well, it did win thanks to you. Now it says next to your name, you're from Space Castle. What exactly is a Space Castle? Space Castle is your clubhouse for all things nerdy. So every week I tackle a new nerdy subject, whether it's movies, video games, comic books, and so forth, and just talk about all things nerdy. And I encourage everybody who listens to the show to send me questions and whatnot. We're always answering questions on the show. Uh, we're just having a conversation about cool stuff. Excellent. Well, I'm going to start bringing on a couple guests and we could all chat about like the beers that we drank and rated. Next up is, you know, Lauren is like the Joan Rivers of the Beer in Front show. She's like the guest host or the guest that's been on the most. So welcome to the show, Russ and Lauren from the Beard Ale podcast and the Infectious Groove podcast. All right, welcome guys. How's everything going? Why is this banner right in front of my fucking thing? <laughs> what great. the fuck? Yes. My mom's gonna text me right now, David. I can't see your eyes. You have to crouch down a little bit, Dave. Yeah. Okay. There we go. 
Yeah, no, I'm super excited that you're doing this. Super happy to be here. Decided to be festive. I'm having, this is not a beer that was in the awards, but it is my fair, very favorite beer. I'm having uh, Mad Alf from Trogues because it's the holiday season and it's yes, not. Christmas. I know your father sent me that last year, I believe. Yes, he did. My father yeah. sent me this this year. Yeah. <laughs> Russell, what's going on, brother? Not too much. I am happy to be along for the ride here. That's for sure. And I'm having a Mad Elf from last year right now. Oh. In a, is that a, uh, that sure is. That's a beer in front glass is what that's, that is. That's a very nice glass that you have there. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Well, thank you for participating. Before we get some more people on, tell everyone about your shows. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows about your, everyone knows about your show, Lauren, but tell them again. I'll just give the Cliff Notes version, okay? It's generally me and my brother, and we talk about our two favorite things in the world, beer and Weird Al Yankovic. And you wouldn't think those two things would go super well together, but they actually do because they're, <laughs> you know, craft beer has a sense of humor that runs kind of through the heart of it, you know, with the naming of beers and all things like that. And we have found a lot of things in common between the craft beer world and the Weird Al world. And we've just been having a really good time doing this whole thing. Russ? Over at Infectious Groove, we have two different things. The main show is, uh, I would argue, one of the more positive music podcasts out there. Uh, We feel like there are enough people talking about the most overrated things or things they don't like. So we feel like there's plenty of things that we do like that we want to talk about instead. So we'd rather talk about underrated or at least appreciated than overrated. So that's what we do on the show. There's a new episode every Monday. And then Lauren is part of the Infectious Groove Music uh, channel on YouTube where we put out three videos every week. Totally different content than the podcast. They're all five, ten minute quick shots of, uh, again, same theme, though. Five underrated this, five uh, songs you forgot about, five artists that didn't get enough love, that type of stuff. Are you hot in that thing, Russ? Because, like, (laughs) I'm starting to sweat just looking at you. I am, but I'm going to perform under pressure. <laughs> All right, there you go. Right now, do I have to be David Bowie or Freddie Mercury if you're going to perform under pressure? Uh, you know what? I'll do the live at Wembley version from 86. So you By get, yourself. You get, yeah, I'll just do it by myself. Okay. All right, well, will you guys warm up the pipes? I'm going to bring on the next guest, Sarah Mitchell. Hi, everyone. Sarah, thanks for coming on. How are you? It's a nice looking hat you have there. Thank you very much. (laughs) Great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. Now, you rated Genesee Cream Ale as your top, and that was a good beer. I love Genesee Cream Ale. What did you like about that? Well, first of all, it wasn't what I was expecting. I The other cream ale I've had is that Wexford Irish cream ale. And so I was really expecting it to be more of like a cloudy nitro pour type beer. So, mm. And it totally is not that at all. It was crisp and refreshing. It was delicious. Excellent. Can you tell everyone here a little bit about you? Because you are a longtime friend of the show. <laughs> Sure. Well, I'm one of those Uber drivers that Dave mentioned prior. I am going to be heading out to work here in a little bit, which is why I'm drinking grapefruit juice in my wonderful beer in front glass. 
Uh, let's see. I just I that smells like that. Cascade hops, doesn't it? That grapefruit juice. You're getting <laughs> like the Cascade hop aroma with that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I take classes at Old Town School of Folk Music for fun in my spare time. So that's great. Right there in Lincoln Square, Chicago. And I was just in a uh, cover band concert Saturday night at Lincoln Hall, raising money for the Chicago Abortion Fund in a Lizzo cover band. And that was a blast. I played bass. Was it, wait, Lizzo or like Wizzo, the magician from the Obozo show? <laughs> Lizzo. <laughs> oh, Lizzo. Okay, very cool. <laughs> what other beers did you like this year? Yeah, well, I actually, uh, I'm sure I've had Two Hearted in the past, but this uh, competition just kind of woke me back up to Bell's Two Hearted. That's going to be a go-to for me for sure in the future. It's great. Uh, a few that I didn't try for the first time but love is, of course, Lagunitas. I mean... It's classic. And um, then there were some uh, lagers that really surprised me. Lone Star that I just I I usually uh, drift towards IPA. So it was really a great opportunity to kind of open it up and try some stuff that I normally wouldn't buy or try. Excellent. All right. Our next person up here is Nate from the Week of Year Show. What's up, guys? What's up, Dave? Nothing. What's going on, Nate? Thanks for coming on. I don't know, like, your intro video sounded like it was uh, on 78. I don't know why you got, like, the up-tempo version there. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I guess we're lucky. Um, if Danny was here, it probably would have been worse. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take that. Um, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, so you're out in Vegas. What's uh, new in the Vegas world? Oh man, what's new in the Vegas world? Um, I don't know. It's it's cold out here, so you know uh, that's always an adjustment for us. Um, I don't know. Russ if you could guys... lend you his coat. What's that? Russ could lend you his uh, Santa coat there. Hey, if you, you need guys, to warm up a bit. You guys look awesome up there, by the way, in those uh, Santa outfits. So congratulations, you look great. But Ve Vegas is Vegas. It's always a great time. If you guys ever want an opportunity to come out here and hit me up, and we can have a good time. What were some of the beers that? You know, maybe it might have surprised you something that you drank that you thought, oh, I'm not going to like this. Maybe a macro. And you're like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty good. Going back to the Stone IPA was pretty good for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely like that. The Lining Kugel was another one where I was kind of like, it's just something we don't drink a lot out here. Um, and when I was able to kind of wet my whistle and go back to that, I, I definitely enjoyed it. The Lone Star, which I think Sarah had just mentioned, that was a nice cream, uh, a crisp, crisp kind of Texas lager that I really liked. I never tried that before. Um, there was some that I couldn't get and I was a little bit disappointed, but I would say those three really stood out to me as beers I've had in the past, but going back to and, and, and definitely enjoying. Excellent. I know Danny messaged me earlier that he might uh, try to come on. So hopefully yeah, we can we, get him on a little bit. Yeah. Apologies that we're not able to do it at the same time. I know right now he's driving. He was supposed to be available for this. It's Los Angeles. There's a very good chance he's stuck in traffic. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely sent his best and and he was, uh, uh, he, he liked the idea as well. I don't know. Cause I'm going to talk to you now, Nate, for a second, because you do this every week. 
And like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh shit, we have a chat section. So big ups to you because look at everyone just like popping in there. I forgot to do that. Like I could add this stuff. Daniel says, hello, Ruby's here. My wife is watching. Hi, Ruby. The comments are the best, aren't they? I mean, they oh, all yeah. line up for you nice here on the side. And sometimes it takes you off your focus that you start to yes. go into the rabbit hole of comments and now you don't know what you're talking about anymore. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple more people in the green room. So let me add them here. Here are some of my favorite people. I could see him in the green room. What the fuck is he wearing? <laughs> Hold on one second. Dave, we dressed up for you. We dressed up. Oh, yes, look at you. Yeah, I I have a suit jacket on with a sleeveless shirt, some shorts, and a beautiful beer in front of it. Oh, that's a nice. Day. Are you wearing pants? Uh, well, sort of. They're like basketball. Uh, okay. well, that's, yeah. that's oh, that's a day in day out for me. Yeah, yeah. The, the true uh, Zoom uh, business outfit on. Yeah. So it's the mullet Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Much like the mullet you have on your head. <laughs> uh, now, you guys put out a show every Thursday night, live on YouTube and everywhere else. Yes, yeah, sir. Tell everyone time. about you, your show, where people can find you. Yeah, so uh, we we do. We're the Wish You Were a Beer Show. We do a live beer review show every Thursday night live. Uh, we we typically try to have the breweries involved, the beers involved, somebody from the industry or somebody from the world and whom we're talking to involved. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. We've had a, a great opportunity to do a lot of collaboration beers with some, some big breweries, small breweries. What? When does won an award? Oh, we did win it. We won an award. One locally. of our beers won an award. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Congratulations. Yeah. Which yeah, one was so it? We, uh, we, we brewed Saison a, we did. Yeah, we brewed oh, that, a Saison. That was very good. You sent that out to me. Yeah, that was excellent. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. did get a version of that. Yeah. 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 Like a really, it was a good entry level saison. It was uh, very, I don't know. It was mellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, so we we do a live show every Thursday night, eight PM Eastern. Uh, we stream it through YouTube, obviously. Uh, it also streams through Facebook, Facebook. and Twitter. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Yes. We get to, we we get to drink a lot of beer with people that we should not be allowed to drink beer with, which True. is always entertaining. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Batter up. The next person to join the show is Rod J from Rod J's yeah. Beer Ventures. Rod. <laughs> What's hey, happening? Welcome, 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 my friend. How's everything going? Good, good. How you doing? Good, thanks. Now you voted Blue Moon as your top macro. Yeah, am I supposed to be proud of that? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Blue Moon. I mean, going down to the macros. I mean, surprisingly, Blue Moon stood out there, or maybe not surprisingly, depending if you're a Blue Moon fan or not. But uh, it was uh, a long time since I've had a Blue Moon, so mm-hmm. kind of going back to it, it tastes a little bit better. And I'm not a person that. Fruits my beer, so I didn't need the orange slice on it, but uh, let it deliver just fine. So, you know, when you take a look at it, it was just all right. It is what it is. So, you know. Yeah. 
Now you're out of Baltimore and you're everywhere. You have a podcast. You have a live show on Thursdays as well. You do YouTube reviews all the time. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing this a number of years now. But as you mentioned, Dave, I do. Uh, we have a weekly Thursday night show. We do at 845 Eastern and toss one back Thursday. So we uh, grab beers, me and my buddy Todd. And we get into talking about we start off talking about beer, wherever it goes from that. After that, we go with the comments and we see where the train goes. If it stays on the tracks, it does. If it goes off the tracks, we go into the hole with it. So we have a good time. Everybody seems to have fun that comes in. And then I run the main RajayBeerVentures.com website where it has all the social media together. Do the Twitter, do the Instagram, do the Facebook, do the YouTube, doing the podcast when I can. And it was about beer that I'm there. So I'm just telling a story about beer from all over, not just Baltimore, but from all around the world. So I have people that I share stuff with from over the UK, people in Australia, people here across the state. So if it's beer, I'm going after it. Excellent. Well, since you are close to Daniel and Tiffany now that you moved to Baltimore, you guys need to get together. Yeah, definitely. We did try at one time to do that, but we weren't able to make it work that weekend. Yeah, we, we tried to catch Rod when we were in Baltimore and our schedules didn't link up, but we, we <laughs> went back and forth on Instagram and everywhere else. We're like, how are we not having a beer together? <laughs> Which I did have one from Ministry of Brewing, so you'll be happy about that. Ah, That's the place when yes. you at the beer fest. I had one of their beers. I did a shorts when I had their beer, too. So, yeah. Coolest venue ever. <laughs> it was out in Baltimore. One, hit up Rob, but two, uh, <laughs> definitely go see the Ministry of Brewing. It is an old uh, cathedral, essentially, that they turned into a brewery. Yeah, and we were at the Beer Fest. I told him I had to come see you because I was told to come see you. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the next person up is Grant. So let's show Grant's video here. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm a little under the weather, which is why I sound so unusual. Well, Grant, you rated Miller High Life the best, so I'm having a little Miller High Life right now in your honor. Cheers. Cheers. You know, it's very dependable. It's trustworthy. You don't have to think too hard about it. It has like a subtle sweetness, but it doesn't overdo it. There's something about that beer and the glass bottles when you're uh, ready for a cold beer at a you know at a dive bar or a craft beer place. Uh, sometimes the Miller High Life is like the the last beer before you you know closing on out. Yeah. Now you're from Chicago. I see you around Chicago. You're also a Baylor alum. Tell everyone about yourself. Oh uh, yeah, like Dave said, I'm uh, from Chicago. Baylor alum. Uh, lucky to have so many great craft beer breweries and bars in Chicago. Uh, also passionate about cocktails. Uh, I like playing chess and uh, reading. What were some of the other beers? Look at this. This has been so popular. The studio is full. <laughs> Someone is trying to get into the studio. So if you're trying to get in, we'll get you in in just a few minutes. Please. Be, who knew? More than 10 people were going to want to join right away. But what were some of the other beers that you liked this year, Grant? 
Um, the Edmonton Fitzgerald Porter. Uh, it's yeah. one of those beers that I was drinking when I first got in the craft beer, and even today I can still drink it and still bring me joy and a smile to my face. Uh, Lone Star is also a really good one. It's like a good non-craft one. Uh, you know, when I was going to college in Texas at tailgates, there always be like Lone Star, and so whenever I drink it, uh, it has like good memories associated with it. But it's just like a cool, crisp lager. Excellent. Well, we've got a couple more people here in the green room. I'm going to bring on Brian from 314, who's the newest Wilson Contreras fan. Hey, good evening, Dave. How are you? Brian, how's it going? And Mark, actually, I'll add your video in a second. I hit the wrong thing. But Brian, how's everything going tonight? Going pretty good. How about yourself? Good, thank you. What were some of the beers that surprised you in either a good or a bad way this year? I, it was. I, I won't say that there was anything really good or bad. I just kind of enjoyed going back, enjoying trying some of these beers that I haven't had in quite a while. Um, Actually, several of them were way, way off my list. So <laughs> probably been a couple of years since I've had a few of them. So now you're three one poor. You are the person to go to for St. Louis beer. Can you tell people about yourself and what you have going on? Yeah. So uh can be found at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much anywhere at three one poor and three one poor dot com. Uh, I also am a part uh, involved with uh, STL Beer on Facebook and Twitter. We are STL Heritage Foundation on Instagram. Unfortunately, STL Beer, there's kind of a, a bad story be behind that on Instagram, but uh, we have something else. And uh, looking at reviving that brand to kind of promote beer tourism within St. Louis, it was active for probably a good 10 years before the pandemic things kind of fell apart after that due to kind of resources but uh we're kind of stepping back in hoping to uh revitalize that possibly bring back a killer beer festival in 2023 too oh that's awesome well let me know i'll definitely be showing up for that i'll take a flight down well we're hoping to bring a couple uh couple from Chicago down too. So might be a, a regional slash uh, St. Louis focused festival. Not entirely sure. It's still kind of in the works. Excellent. Well, we'll all be looking forward to that. Before I introduce Mark, let's see what uh, Mark's beers were this year. Mark, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, Dave. This has uh, been looking forward to this. Yes. You are the one who's like, dude, you don't have Genesee on your list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, you know, growing up in Rochester, it was kind of the, you know, kind of the beer to have at the, at the time, but it's mm -hmm. uh, big enough and, uh, and broad enough. I thought, uh, thought it should make the list. Yeah. You know, and it was weird when you mentioned that, I'm like, I don't recall ever seeing it here. And after you mentioned it, like, all right, fine, I'll add it to the list. And I think you mentioned, you know, if I need to, you know, you could ship some out to me. And then sure. I happened to see it here. But 
like the chain liquor store Binnie's, which is the big one here in Chicago. They have it like tucked away in a corner where you really can't see it. But I have picked up a couple 12 packs. It is a solid beer. Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, one one that has a whole lot of nostalgia tied up into it. But there's still, you know, there's there's always a Jenny product of some sort sitting in the fridge. Yeah. What were some of the beers that you loved or just loved rediscovering this year? I mean, the uh, the Edmund Fitzgerald is one I hadn't had in a long time that jumped out as like, oh, I, I forgot how much I really love this beer. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and actually, the uh, the uh, old Rasputin uh, was one that I hadn't touched in a long time. I I, I tangled with it one night and uh, had not such a great experience and left it behind for a while. And I went back and I'm like, oh, I, I I can't believe I gave this beer up for so long. So it's uh, just great to great to have it back, and I'm just enjoying it tonight too. Yeah, that's I'd love that one. I have one of those for later on in the show. Uh, I figure I'll close it off with old Rasputin. Well, right now we've got no one in the green room, so we could all talk amongst ourselves. Was there a beer? And, you know, and I'll start off with DT, I guess we'll go down the list here. Was there a beer that you thought maybe I should have added or we should add for, like, say, next year? Oh, that's a tough one because there's so many really good beers that are actually kind of hard to find in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost say like Ghost in the Machine. That's probably my favorite beer of all time. And I think one of the best IPAs ever. Lauren agrees. Yeah, Lauren knows what's up. Yeah, Ghost in the Machine is just from Parish Brewing in Louisiana. It's just one of the all-timers. It's fantastic. Excellent. Well, I might need – we'll have to do a beer swap for that. Lauren and Russ, any ones that you could think of? Uh, Not a beer in particular, but I feel like not necessarily even next year, but, you know, as this kind of grows and evolves – there are some really well-established regional breweries that aren't like super widely distributed, but have kind of, the, and I, and this is probably, you know, uh, fueled by the fact that I'm drinking a Trogues beer that is so deeply rooted in Pennsylvania that I love so, so deeply. Um, but yeah, if you could do kind of regions, I think okay. that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll look into that. I mean, it's hard, like even here in Chicago yeah. for, revolution they're only like 12 years old so there's really nothing there's not a lot that i could find like locally in craft that's over 21 yeah oh that's fair and i mean again you know just i I just like the idea of kind of parts of the country so even if it's you know based on where they're located so even if it's just a different category like if you just have like northeast northwest southeast southwest like you know kind of deal i think that'd be cool for mine i will go completely out of the country the beer i would like to see involved is i might be my favorite beer of all time samuel smith's teddy porter all right you love a teddy porter i do love a teddy porter so i would love to see that involved i will add that to my list for next year sarah what do you have what do you think we should be having that's a great question, Dave. Um, I, I'll just plug my favorite Chicago breweries right now. And uh, then I have a little comment. Uh, first of all, Old Irving Brewery is my favorite. I know they're too new to compete in this type of a competition. Uh, and the same with Half Acre and Revolution, like you mentioned already. But I think I think it'd be interesting. I like the idea of the regions. That's a, that's a really cool idea. I think it'd be interesting to pit uh, like beer stuff against each other so that like it would just be IPAs or it would just be loggers or just stouts competing against one another. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think one of the ones next year is going to be like in the light beer category. So you could do your, you know, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to combine that with like a Corona Light, things like that. But I was thinking of doing like a light beer category. Daniel, Tiffany, what do you have? Anything from your area that like I missed out on or you think we should talk about? Um, I, I think we're got it. less concerned about our area specific, but like to piggyback off Lauren, I do like the regionalism of it because okay. like, yeah, let's throw it out yes. in Narragansett. Yes. Like, let's, you know, like that's a, that's a pretty well-known beer. It, it's highly available. Um, other than that, I kind of like the idea of a whole category of just what, what are you drinking? Like what, mm -hmm. what is your favorite beer that you're drinking? So you can highlight some of the smaller ones that aren't quite macro or even micro, like just what are you drinking from where you're drinking it from? Let's have a whole category of that and just highlight like 20 different breweries that no one's ever heard of. Cause I, okay. I always think that's fun. And totally. then of course we just need to share addresses so that we can have, so we can all get the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, we'll try to get that USPS sponsorship for next year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Stamps.com. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that they're, yeah. they're, they're doing yeah. pretty well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rajay, any ones that I missed? I know like you, always have some good stuff on yours. And even like when we were talking about doggy style, you know, that's one I included on the list, but I can't even get it here anymore. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, you mentioned that it was kind of interesting there because, um, I was able to get it, but then I was like, you know what? I don't usually see that in a lot of spots either. So that was kind of interesting. Um, but then we were talking about raging bitch, which is actually more common for them now that you see everywhere. But I think the whole style thing is a good way to kind of look at it. I don't really, know all the dates for a lot of the ones like the old school like you like like i was surprised if sweetwater was on there on the list yeah. I, didn't know they were, I didn't know i was 21 years old so um and for me i'm always jumping to a lot of not to say just what's new but in my goal of what i do in my beer is to conquer as many beers as i can right so i don't do a lot of revisits back to beers once i do a review on it i'm on to the next one it has to be something that really grabbed me like for instance Bourbon County Stout, I'll do those each year because they're changing up the recipe on them. But once I touch some beers, I don't usually go back to them. So I like to see some of the newer ones get involved out there. Um, you know, in Indiana, it's a great place, 18th Street, 18th Street Brewery that does some pretty good beers there. Uh, you have some good stuff out of Three Floyds out in the, Indiana. And Dave mentioned I'm in Baltimore before I was here, before January, I was in Cincinnati. So I got all the Cincinnati, Kentucky out of Indiana, all up in Ohio, different, there's so many different good beers that are out there and stuff. So having it something where it might be like the category type thing, I think can also help to get more yeah. of that word out and let people be able to share different things. But the regional idea is a good idea too, just with different regions that we have across here. So excellent. That's my, that's my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. Brian. What no, do you I, I, I'm, I, I'm in agreement. I think a lot of the pretty much everything that was uh, already brought up was a, a great idea. Regional, I think, is a good opportunity. Uh, you probably won't have a lot from every city. So kind of breaking it down to Midwest. Um, I know it'll probably be th that would probably be the best way to do it, I think. But no, I, I, I'm kind of curious to see how and, and where where things go from here. Yeah. Mark, what about you? 
Yeah, I mean, there's you know great great ideas. I mean, the regional yeah, Syracuse is not a beer mecca, but you know regionally there's some great stuff. I mean, uh, a couple hours away from Suarez and Plan B, and and some you know, pretty world class beers down the Hudson Valley. So, you know, that would be great. Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun to, and it would be a, a mix of styles, but doing it kind of by ABV ranges, thinking about you know, hey, what can you do with a uh, you know grisettes and and lower ABV stuff okay. and like. You know, what's your what's your favorite in in between you know three and four and a half percent? Um, you can get a mix of styles in there, but it'd be interesting to see like what's uh, uh, what really tickles people at different uh, different ranges because I, I find like myself that. going lower and lower all the time. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I like that. I'll have to steal that. Craft Beer Safari just they can't join Incognito. They're the Incognito people out of Arizona, so craft beer safari mm. we'll we'll catch you next time or you'll just have to like put your thumb up over the camera screen so you could join but check out craft beer safari i am going to open up another beer right now do it <laughs> it's your house dave <laughs> dave i get a good one for you breaking oh. news <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, well, the one I'm going to open up now is Allagash White. Nice. In the nice stovepipe can. Ryan, I'm sorry. I think the video cut you off. No worries. I was going to tell you, I got a really good classic here. Yes. Actually, you, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Yes, you showed me that before. I think you texted me that. You'll have to send yeah. that my way. I like the font on that. That's really cool. Yeah, they. Uh, we actually have two uh, breweries that have done that. So they're actually in Millstadt, Illinois. So it's an Illinois brewery, uh, but it's probably about 35 minutes from downtown St. Louis. Great light lager. Um, but we also have another one uh, that I'm hoping to get out to this weekend. Uh, it's probably about an hour west of the city. Um, it's a fairly new, it's a flight based brewery and they serve chicken wings and they have quite possibly the only time I will be buying anything remotely close to this type of brand, but they have a beer called Wingling and the can art <laughs> is a direct ripoff of Yingling and I'm looking forward to it, but I, uh, caught a few people off guard when I shared the photo, they're like, why would you be buying that? Like, yeah. no. So that's awesome. Well, I'm having the Allagash White. It's just such a great smell. Yep. Yeah, that's just an awesome beer. Allagash White is delicious. I actually, for Father's Day uh, last year, got my brother an art print from uh, Pints and Prints uh, of the Allagash White. Yeah. Uh, and he very proudly has it on the wall in his dining room. So that's a special beer to us carry kids. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great beer I have on my list and I'll talk about a little later, like some of the beers that I'm thinking about for next year. And the one that started, like you would not have an Allagash white if it wasn't for Pierre Sellis and Sellis white out of Austin. So I'm going to talk to some Austin people and, get that but that's like a terrific one and you know Pierre Sellis may rest in peace was like the godfather of this style I had an author of a book on last year I believe it was and like he brought the yeast over from Belgium in his sock 
to like start making the beer. He made he had dry yeast in his sock to make this, and you know, just a great story and a great style of beer. It's also amazing to me that you would immediately recognize someone who brought something over in a sock, being a Chicago guy yourself, because that's where you keep your important thing in your sock. Oh yeah, sock. we put everything in our sock. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I put like the video clip up breaking news. So when I got up to get the beer, you didn't see that I didn't have like pants on with just I love, I love you took the video clip out of your sock. That yeah. that was very important. That was <laughs> yeah. a very important moment for the show. Yes. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So what else is going on in the beer world, guys? And gals? Ellie's podcast. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. Five podcasters here that are quiet. The first time ever. Lauren Tune in tomorrow to find out. Question. Everybody went. Nah, I'm good. Lauren and I are going to be up in Pennsylvania this weekend. She's going to take me to. I think your favorite brewery. Yeah, we're going to go to Trogues. Yeah, we're going to oh, go to nice. Trogues. Yeah, I'm not used. I'm not no slouch here. I'm from Detroit, so we used to go over to Founders and Bell's all this for for years and years so i i know a good brewery but i'm excited to go to her favorite plus uh, this is the first time i've ever had their mad elf beer and i'm really excited about it going in my face it's so good it like on my show every year now we've made a tradition now for the past like two years uh it's our Christmas tradition to revisit the Weird Al song, The Night Santa Went Crazy, and just kind of go crazy drinking Mad Elf. And what we do is we save a Mad Elf from the previous year and have one from the current year and kind of start with last year's and go on to this year's and just kind of compare them. 
And that episode is going to come out on uh, December 23rd, and we've already recorded it. But it's a really cool conversation discussing the differences between like, you know, how has this beer aged versus how is it new? What did they kind of change from year to year? Because they totally do. And it's one of those things that like this tastes like Christmas to me, but like every year Christmas changes, even if it's just slightly. And I think it's really rad that it happens that way. Yeah, I, I, I also of all things aside from from Russ and Lauren, you guys like I've really enjoyed following you guys on Twitter mainly only because I love your karaoke nights. Thank you, you can drink all the beer you want, but I feel like I know you based off your karaoke choices. <laughs> and it's very yeah. exciting to me. That's, fair. Yeah, that's absolutely killer, too. Yeah, Thank you. it's awesome. Yeah. We have so much fun. We're just kind of glad to put a little, I feel like craft beer definitely puts a whole big chunk of joy out there into the world. And we try and do our very small part with our karaoke every Friday because it brings us so much joy. We just kind of post our videos and have a good time. And my dad just posted in the chat. It's his treat at Trogue. So we're going to have yeah, fun. I just yeah. Posted up, so. yeah, that's I'm, I'm going to check now. flights. Yeah, it's in yeah. print. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can maybe take a sick day or something and I'll fly over to get a free beer. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm in the Denver, Colorado area, and we just had the 40th anniversary of the Great American Beer Festival, which we weren't able to have for two years because of COVID, and it was just stellar. It was fantastic. The turnout was amazing. There were fewer breweries, but it felt like it was easier to wander around and try more beers and actually spend more time talking to the brewmasters, which is always super cool. Brewmasters make the world go around. They're amazing. Uh, I got to try Utopias from Sam Adams for the first time. I had to wait in line for 45 minutes to do it, and it was so worth it just to have that one ounce of it. Holy crap. It's like the sweetest like raisin rice wine you've ever had. It's like 18% alcohol or some ridiculous. No, it's like 24% alcohol or some ridiculous number like that. So worth waiting in line for. Everybody was just super happy to be there. Everybody was having a blast. It's all these people getting drunk, but nobody's getting into fights because everybody's just like making friends and just celebrating craft beer. It's just a great community thing. And none of us in our group, there was like 20 of us, none of us got COVID. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's because you had that utopia. Is that killed? We were exactly. Uh, the alcohol kills everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so being in that area and getting to go to GABF. Um, what, what was your favorite thing to come out of it? Like, obviously there was a beer that was, uh, you know, I, I, the same Adams version is amazing, but what was your beer? Like either from the area you're in or somebody that surprised you, was there somebody you found there? Because we, we were going to go and we didn't get the opportunity to, but I was really excited about finding new people while we were there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's one beer that I absolutely loved and the name of the brewery escapes me. But it, the beer is called Category 5, and they're based out of Temp- Tampa, Florida, the brewery is. And it is a quintuple IPA that will just knock your socks off. Like, I've got a pretty high tolerance for alcohol. And uh, this one actually got me buzzed. <laughs> just from, like, the, the two ounces they'll pour you to sample. Like, I'll wander around for three or four hours and be fine. And then I hit that Category 5, and I was feeling it at that point, And it was wonderful. And uh, the guys behind the the taps were just wonderful. They were answering all of our questions, having a great time. They're just as happy to be back and be doing it as we were. So it was just wonderful. Yeah. You know, you guys are talking GABF. And I was pulling up when I did this a list of some winners from 21 years ago. And some of the ones that were on here, like in the Amber Lager category, Killian's Red won gold. 
I mean, I remember drink, I drank a ton of Killian's Red back in the day. Pete's Wicked, and it wasn't even their Pete's Wicked Ale. They had a red beer that won award. Shiner Bach did. Everyone remembers Red Dog. That one is silver. Stroh's Light, Lone Star Light. A beer that I thought was still around and I wanted to include, but they don't make it anymore. Mad Hatter from New Holland. Yeah. yeah that was a good one from back yeah, in the day. Yeah. yeah. I, that was like one of the first IPAs I had. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll include this. Yeah, they had a few variants too. I've had a few of the variants off the Mad Hatter mm-hmm. series. Yeah, they don't when make that anymore. When you said uh, a beer that wasn't around anymore, I thought you were going to say Bud Dry. Yeah, well, I think that is still around. Why but ask why? Rose one, <laughs> Old Milwaukee Ice won a medal. St. Ides Malt Liquor won a medal. Michelob. A couple beers from New Glarus, and I only wanted to include like one beer from a particular brewery because you could just load up with one brewery. But the New Glarus Belgian style red is one I've already put down for next year because that's such a great beer. Old Rasputin won an award. A place that's no longer around that I loved, Walter Payton had a building in Aurora, Illinois. It was this huge facility. And he opened up a brewery like right before he passed away. And they won a gold medal that year for a sweetness stout. And now two brothers bought the building. But when Walter Payton owned it, it was just a great spot. So it was nice kind of like bringing me back to see, oh, Walter Payton and his brewery won a gold medal that year. Uh, if I could interject for just one second, I actually just Googled it right now. That Category 5 beer that knocked my socks off at GABF, it is by Big Storm Brewing in Tampa. I just wanted to give them their dues because they were sweethearts, they were amazing, and their beers just ruled. So, And, Russ and, and Lauren will be going to pick some up for I us. was just going to say, I, I definitely appreciate that because we're about four hours from Tampa, and so I'm taking mental Tampa notes for we, the next we time. We just saw it totally. on tap somewhere the other day because I, I was like, oof. And then when I saw the name of the brewery, I was like, oh, double oof. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Where the heck were, yeah. were we at Hoptinger? Probably. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, we'll go over to Tampa just to go over to Tampa and get some anyways. Yeah. Nice. I, I I will also chime in on this one because at GABF, um, a brewery that's right down the street from us won best brewery and best brewer, like interna- like not internationally, nationally, I should say. Uh, but Precarious won some awards out of Ooh. Williamsburg, Virginia. My water I stopped by their booth. Here. They were excellent. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really good folks. They're about 20 minutes away from where we are. We spend a lot of time up there and they're such a like a tiny little brewery. So to be like recognized in that, that realm, I was like, that's what I love about GABF. Like, yeah, yeah. Give, give people their due, give people their space. If it's good beer, it's good beer. Yeah, totally. Aaron from, I had to say it chimed in the roundhouse. Aaron, thanks for watching. Yes. The Walter Payton roundhouse. That's now owned by two brothers, but yeah, that, that was a great spot when Payton owned it. They had like a Walter Payton Museum. If you're a Chicago Bears fan, they had like old Bears uniforms. They had his Super Bowl ring in there. It was really cool just seeing all the old stuff. So that was a great spot, the Roundhouse. Yeah, good I know call, people Aaron. are like texting. People are blowing up my phone. Dave, get that fucking thing off of your face. I can't see it. 
Jujar <laughs> is in front of like Russ's face. I know Nate texted me about something. I My, can't uh, figure all this out. I'm drinking too. It looks like I got hit by Batman. <laughs> so we've we've been having a fun stream yard conversation. Like just get rid of the moniker, uh save save DT from the space castle before he gets eaten by it as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure this shit out eventually. How do you do it, Daniel? Where's Phil? Well, you need I mean, to, I sent I sent you a smaller. private chat. No, no, so you need to go into your banners on the, right. the side. Change and then you gotta like click it. Um, um this is why we keep Phil around. This is show. why we keep Phil around, yeah. Dave. Yeah. So he can do this shit while well, we just have This is fun. overlays, and there's nothing to delete the overlay. You should have done I a mean, click. Mean, this is probably how the first Oscars is one. There's a default overlay you can use. Oh, what the fuck? This, I mean, this is what I imagine. You, like you, you switch it to the other overlay, then you could run the 22, 2022 Beer Front Awards across the bottom as a scroll. Well, all right, that looks a little bit better, but now that yeah, cuts could, off like Russell Lauren, you're engaged now. You need to like, get a that's little not closer. your fault. There's not somebody still two people in yeah. this picture. That's our fault, not yours. Sarah, Plus, we can Sarah, see your beer. Sarah go? Can we mention Sarah? one thing though? Sarah yes. has the beer in front award over her screen. Look at her. Beer in front, like she's a champion. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Dave are sharing well a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this Allegash White is do you, really good. Do you want to show your ring off again, honey? Yeah, why don't you show your ring off? There we go. Oh, <laughs> congratulations to the Congrats. first couple in podcasting who are new, newly engaged. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. If you don't follow Russ and Lauren, like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nice ring. Yeah. That's my dad. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I also love that it's your dad because there was a portion of me that was like, get out of here, David. She's engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eric from Mont Muser. Good to see you, my friend. Yes. Hot Butcher and Milk Sashio. Hop He's running your neighborhood. He's he's Chicago too. Oh yeah. I just I stopped there. I picked up a, a Pilsner they had last week. It was really cool. Finally got to go into the new spot. Did we lose Sarah? I thought Laura was going to say something. Laura was pointing at her, but she didn't say yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just noticed things change in the layout. Then I then it was because yeah. of the first time. Well, Sarah, if you're watching, goodbye. I know she said <laughs> yeah, she had to take off a little bit. Yeah, she yeah. said she had to dip out. She had to go. Yeah. If anyone else, I have no one else in the green room, but there's openings now. So come on in. Dad. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Lauren, take a night off. Lauren, text him the link. <laughs> I should. Yeah, text him the link. Or, I wait. I have your father's cell phone I number. Feel <laughs> I'm gonna say Dave, in advance. Dave, text my dad. I'm gonna yeah. say in advance. I just want to say I think you're gonna get David and Ben if you send that to David. Uh, you know what? I didn't save your dad's text. Your dad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this, this, oh wait, this is Sarah back? Get a lot louder if Jen's involved. <laughs> Sarah's back. Where like, Sarah. did Sarah go? I'm back, but I'm gonna hop off here. This was so okay. much fun. Thank you, Dave. I had a blast. I just wish I could have had more of the beers. Well, that's okay. That's, that's always you know. There's always next year. Looking forward I, to it. All right, all right bye well, guys. Thank you for thanks for everything, enjoy. Sarah. Take care. Bye, Sarah. Okay. Bye. 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 You know what actually is one of my favorite parts about this whole event, and this this sounds crazy, but 
like I follow all y'all on Twitter and like a litany of other places. And you, you may get to see some people occasionally or a portion of people, but it's a whole different animal to just interact with them. So like even with you, Dave, like I've, I've been following your podcast for almost a year now, but it, it's few and far between that I get to see you in real life or in person. It, it's one of my favorite things because it creates a whole new aspect on who this person is. Yeah. Uh, and like how you interact with them and uh, uh, one of the best ideas you've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you. Because yeah. he knows all the other ideas that you've had. And this one was definitely the best. Well, one. he lives yeah. in Chicago. I know all the worst ideas he's had. I almost uh, met. Not, not, no <laughs> I almost met Dave in person. I had a work trip and I thought, I was yes, I know. Yeah. In Chicago, yeah. And then I ended up being like you sent me the message and I'm looking like, wait, it says no itinerary. She's yeah. not coming through yeah. here. No, yeah. it uh my it got all messed up. Almost ruined our marriage. Yeah. Uh no. Well, we're technically not married, so it's fine. Hey Dave, I'm pretty sure you sent me this beer. Yes. So I'm opening this one. Yeah. All right, yeah. And some good stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. We have a new uh a new person ad. I don't have an intro video for him. Oh wait, he just got okay. disconnected. I'll I'll do it. Whenever you bring him in, I'll do it. All right. <laughs> I got time. Well, Brian, <laughs> yeah. while we're waiting for uh, David Carey, what else is going on in St. Louis? You just had a big event uh, not too long ago. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, that's good. Sorry if I could unmute myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, actually last couple weeks ago, um, I worked with the local Shriners and 31 different beer related businesses 
uh, and participated in their annual Festival of Trees. So it's a annual fundraiser that pretty much funds most of their travel budget for for the year for families coming to St. Louis. Um, had about twenty three hundred dollars worth of uh, of beer, beer merch, gift cards uh, from. Uh, 30, I think it was 31 different breweries ranging from side projects, second shift, um, modern brewery, narrow gauge. Sorry, I'm having to think here. I'm on the spot. Uh, but yeah, pretty much everybody. The only one that, uh, had some issues getting a hold of was Schlafly, but, um, I know they've had a little bit of a mix up as far as staffing since, uh, their head brewer left and he was the, the face of the brewery for the most part, but yeah, it was uh, it was a big success. Uh, Shriner said it was one of the top trees, so got Excellent. my work cut out for me next year. You set the bar high. I did. They uh, they were in contact with me quite a bit, so uh, I, I will definitely be doing that again next year. Yeah, you set the bar high. I set the bar low with this show, which finally you could see my face. <laughs> so I'm sure my mother is happy. Oh wait, we have a new a new addition. There he is, David. What's going on, sir? All right. Uh, Ooh, you're up in the you're up in the the lodge. Yeah, I'm in the lodge. I'm in the lodge. I'm in my office. So yeah, you've got all my paraphernalia behind me. Yay! Well, every time I've talked to you, David, you've like admitted to like a past crime. So, is there anything else you want to confess here? Good answer. <laughs> a past crime. No, you you know what, Dave? The the thing is, is everybody's talking about the utopia beer. Yeah. A minor eighteen <laughs> percent. I'm waiting for you to bust out that bottle. <laughs> you know, and 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 what did I send you? I sent you a nice twenty-one percenter. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. What was that it? Was, that was what? Coinahan? No, C- Cunningham, Cunningham, Cunningham Brewing yeah. Company out of Cunningham, Pennsylvania, just down the river from down the Susquehanna River. Okay, north of the Yingling Brewery. Okay, Yingling is that Chinese brewing company from Pennsylvania. Okay, um, but but anyway, north of north of on the same Susquehanna River, so it's Susquehanna River water. But you know, I sent you a twenty-one percenter. Now this year's beer is only nineteen percent, so it's a light beer. Yes, I saw that. I saw they. Uh, I follow them on Instagram now, so I saw they put the other day out like the new release of that. I, I have I have two bottles here that I'm going to be sharing with Russ and Lauren when they come to visit next weekend. Yes, score, goal, goal, right? But my intention is, is when we're on our way back from Trogues, because it's on the way, we're going to stop at Cunningham. We're going to get a couple of more bottles. And so something's going to be shipping to Chicago. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I just hope that Russ washes that jacket before like, you travel to Pennsylvania. <laughs> is it Trust traveling? Me, Russ is never washed that jacket. Traveling to PA? 
No, yeah. first of all, their robes. There are holiday robes. Whoa, whoa, robes. Again, if you follow yeah. Russ and Lauren on Twitter, yeah. that's exactly what karaoke night sounds like. <laughs> You're gonna have like Rod J, Brian, and myself. We'll get like the deep, the deep notes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, I just washed them like this weekend, so we're good. So, <laughs> so, so the scary part is, is this this Friday you're going to be in Nipa, and it looks like karaoke is going to have to be at Charlie Brown's. Am, am I going to be allowed to join you? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to yeah, join you. So this is going to be a very entertaining karaoke event. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're we, let, we let our Friday night place know that we're going to be out of town this weekend. It's suggested that they just close close the whole bar. Yeah, close it down. Just take their holiday break. You know yeah. that weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, why, I mean, why? Why would you even yeah. stay open if we're not going to be there? No. Exactly. <laughs> well, Rod J, let me talk more a little bit. What do you have coming up? Anything new coming up for this year with the Rod J Beer Venture Show? Uh, working on a few different uh, projects on a few different things. Obviously, except Thursday night, we'll have the regular show. Um, I'm debating on doing something probably – First, second week of January, some top beer type shows, some tier type mm-hmm. things. And everybody's kind of putting out their best beers of the year. And I'm like, well, you can't have your best beers of the year because the year's not over. We need to have something next week that's even better. So you got to wait till at least January to roll something out to be officially from the last year or so. So I've got some upcoming beer reviews. I was just reached out to by a uh, pretzel company. And they want me to team up with them to do some pretzel and beer pairings. So I have to check out their stuff and let them know. And they want to send some stuff down for me to kind of do some shows around. And then they're going to provide a code. So everybody that watches that once you get some, they'll get it 20% off or something like that. If they want to order from the place. But they have different styles of pretzels, they told me. So got some stuff happening there. Uh, the podcast, I know Dave, you listened to the last podcast I did. Kind of shook it up differently. The biggest thing I've found... Because I do a lot, mainly YouTube, and a lot of Twitter, and then Instagram. It's just hard keeping up on everything. The podcast is probably the hardest thing to do because if I'm on YouTube talking, what do I put on the podcast, right? Because this is like, I don't want to copy YouTube to the podcast. So kind of got that toned down where it's going to be like a one-topic podcast. So I did the last one on the recap from going to the uh, Brewers Association of Maryland Beer Fest, which was a fun time. And did all the shorts on YouTube from the beers I was drinking that I remember drinking, putting shorts up on. Then I started looking back at them. I'm like, I had a lot of ABV beers that I was actually drinking that day. So it was kind of like, I didn't realize I was drinking as many as I actually did, but I told it to all the videos. So that was a good thing. But lots of different stuff coming up from the reviews. I'm going to have some more beer news. So I want to get more into brewing. So a couple of people asked me to bring back some of the hop videos when I break down hops on stuff. So I'm going to bring that back. I've got more interviews um, set up. I'm supposed to get M on from Pints and Panels. Uh, oh, yeah. Come back on again. So we talked about it. She's ready to go. We just haven't got a time coordinated. I've got some people at breweries that I've talked to that are interested in coming on and doing some stuff. So it's just getting it all together. If I didn't have a day job, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a lot easier to do if we didn't have to work. Uh, I mean, I'm still pushing for the Food Network job to be like guy on the beers and just travel to breweries and just talk yeah. about it like not driving and dive. So anybody from Food Network watching, call me. Let me know. Yeah. I'm definitely down. So. Well, I think, you know, we could just get like a rotating group yeah. and all just get on the big uh, 
the big uh, school bus will be like the Partridge family. We'll just exactly hear stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're about halfway through. So if anyone's got to take a break, this would be a good time. Also, this is going to be converted to audio for the regular podcast. But if you're watching, please watch a clip for the infectious groove music. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From, From the Infectious, Infectious Groove Podcast. Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. You know what's funny? I didn't think I had to go until you put the rain sounds in. And then it's like, maybe I do have to go right now. <laughs> but I was going to share with you, Franco, because I never mentioned the beer I'm actually drinking right now, so... Okay. This is like from Rare Brewing. It's the old decoy. And as Dave kind of knows, I usually live in a higher ABV world, so I don't drink a lot of little beers. But this is actually their uh, LAs and bullet bourbon barrels with vanilla, cream, and spices. So nice 11% ABV, which I consider session level for me. So, Oh, nice. No one's a working good job with that. Yeah. <laughs> I work late, actually, tomorrow. So I, I go in late. <laughs> I had to pour a two-hearted which is one of the five finalists for craft beer of the year. It's such a great IPA before we're going to take another, not a break, but they sent in a clip. So I want to show from hops geek news. So if the rest of you are still finishing in the bathroom, but no, I want to talk uh, 
Here's some Hops Geek news. They sent in a clip. This is Lauren here, part of Hops Geek News, the other half being Matt. Uh, we got to do some of the tastings while we actually recorded our podcast. Um, some of them that Matt said were his favorite was Shiner Bach. He said he really enjoyed that, and he didn't expect to enjoy that as much as he did. And New Glarus is always a go-to favorite for him. Um, as far as myself, Guinness is always in the rotation, as is Fort Sweetwater 420. Pliny still holds up, I think, to this day as a fantastic rep representation of a West Coast IPA. Um, some of the ones that did surprise me, I had never had a Lankenkugel. Uh, I did not expect to like it. I thought it would be overly sweet, but it was very refreshing, uh, very citrusy, a lot of flavor. It smelled fantastic. So that one really took me by surprise. And another one I had not had in a long time that was phenomenal was the North Coast Old Rasputin. So I really love that. Um, Sweetwater 420 is always a great go-to uh, when there's nothing local that I can find. I always grab that. And of course, Allagash White holds up as well. Uh, the few <laughs> revisiting Blue Moon and Budweiser were rough. I have to say, I those were terrible. <laughs> I don't want to sugarcoat it, but those were phenomenal. I look forward to the uh, beers that are uh, next year put on the rotation. And we had a great time getting all these old beers, whether they were good beers, bad beers, mediocre beers. We had a lot of fun tasting them and pretending to be beer judges. So thanks for including us, Dave. Um, again, Hops Geek News. You can find us, just search Hops Geek News on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the TikTok, on Facebook, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, we have every week, we have a, a great beer, whether it's a local, usually it's a local craft beer. And then we talk about something in the realm of geek culture, Marvel, Star Wars. Recently, we just did an episode on the origin of Krampus and Krampus in pop culture. So basically everything we enjoy talking about, but we always do it over a fantastic, delicious craft beer. And sometimes over a blue moon while recording for uh, Beer in Front. So cheers. Thanks for including us. Oh, yes. Thank you to Matt and Lauren from Hops Geek News. Please check out their podcast every week. I have a question. Daniel Tiffany. Yeah. I, was, I just had a question for you because I know it's on everybody's mind. Are we going to have a jag off round at the end, by the way? <laughs> you, should, hey, you know what? <laughs> I didn't think of it. I'm the jagoff. I'm the jagoff because I didn't think of that. Yeah, I think we got to do that on OnlyFans, not on. Uh... Honestly, if if Dave could just call me a jagoff before we leave, I would feel oh, yeah. better about that. Yeah, Daniel, jagoff. <laughs> oh, it's been nice seeing y'all. Yes. Yeah. Now, seriously, we we do have to run. Um, we actually have the opportunity tomorrow. We're taking a private tour of Williamsburg, Anheuser Busch. Nice. Uh, so we're gonna go see some like ninety barrel. Not 90, like 180 barrels. No, 90s, but 90, 90, 90, 90, 90. They're like 90. three stories with their, their like mash ton and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a shit show. So, yeah. um, and I get to work in the morning because I can't just take all the time off. As we yeah, yeah, that's fair. So. Yeah. <laughs> if I stay here, I will not be, it won't go well. But honestly, I want to say this is, this. this is probably one of the more fun things that we've done with the opportunity from our show as well. Uh, we, we get to drink a lot of good beer. We get to hang out with a lot of good people. But this has been a blast because I, I keep up with all you guys. And 
now to just see you an actual person and like actual interaction is such a weird thing. It, <laughs> Let's not make it weird, Daniel. Let's not make it weird. <laughs> it's a fucking blast because to see you people in real life, I'm like, oh, good. None of them are actual douchebags. They yeah. are who they are on their show. And I'm like, I love this. I love it. Seriously. Continue to do what you keep doing. Keep supporting the the smaller podcast community. And I say smaller loosely because Dave's going to take off and we're all going to be jealous. No. I, I've seen your follower count on YouTube. I have like 12. And one of them's my mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we also have twelve followers, and they're yeah. all my mother. No, you're not following us. I think we made some comments. No, but, but Daniel, 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 Daniel Tiffany, Tiffany. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you so much for coming on. I mean, you're great friends of the show. I love both of you to death. Sooner or later, we're going to have to hook up in person, and 100%. you know, prove to the world that like we do wear pants. <laughs> I'm not going to stand up now to show you, but yeah. maybe one day. Maybe one yes. day. <laughs> so you right, both check are. Out Wish you were beer everywhere. You could check them out on Thursday nights. They're here on YouTube, and like they said, everywhere else: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Wish you were beer. Fabulous show. Yeah. Right. So you're both in Virginia, right, Daniel, Tiffany? So you guys right. are down there. So okay, right. so I'll let you know when I'm down that way. But I was going to say. I just did a review on Commonwealth and got some oh, yeah. people responding back to us. So yeah, I'm looking to do more of their beers too, but they're out of that. Oh, please there. do. They're, yeah. they're a beautiful yeah. brewery. Uh, beer is killer. And they're probably 25 minutes South of us. So okay. yeah. Let yeah. me know. They've got cool, uh, cool can art. Other than that, see you crazy bastards later. Uh, I love this I'm looking forward to it next year and I can't wait to keep following all y'all. Thank you so much. All right, take care, yeah. guys. All right, we got some room in the green room. No one's in the green room wanting to join in. DT, what's happening in your part of the world? Oh, uh, as far as Space Castle, um, we just put out another episode of Real Drunk, which is right up everybody's alley, where yeah. we watch classic movies and we create drinking games for those movies. Then we play those drinking games on the YouTube channel. And then after we've been drinking very heavily for 90 minutes or more, we try and review those movies. Our most recent Real, yeah. episode was on Clue, that classic movie with Tim Curry and, and all those people. And it's our highest rated episode to date. And it was so much fun to put out. Uh, the next episode, I can't say what the movie's going to be, but I'm hoping to have it out by Christmas time, which would be amazing. And uh, early next year, I'm going to be starting another series. That's I'm still doing the I'm still doing the podcast, by the way. The podcast is still going on, so it comes out every Wednesday. But uh, YouTube is like the new hotness. And uh, starting in the new year, I'm going to be doing a series called Rec Deck. It's the recreation deck on the Space Castle as we're floating through space, where I'm going to be playing video games. We're going to have a bunch of friends on. We're going to play some tabletop games. It's going to be a blast. So look for that for sure. That almost sounds like like an ED commercial Rec Deck. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, if you watch the video and you've had an erection for more than four hours, you say this shows kind of just shows kind of stiff. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> just mute this right. Mom, just mute it for like ten seconds. If oh, the erection is, lasts for more than four hours, either see a doctor or it was a really good episode. One of the yeah. let's just assume the latter every time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah just assume the same. 
I uh, I have got to listen to the Clue one. I adore Dude. that movie. Yes. 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 It was a blast to record. Had a blast editing it. And it's just such a funny movie in its own oh, right. Oh, my Lord. It's, yeah. I think it's one of the like greatest. Great Tim Curry. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my buddy Super Laser, Super Laser Seth, he jumped on and uh, he was the guest host on it. And because it's it's literally his favorite movie of all time, he played a big role in writing the rules, which I normally don't do. I typically write the rules myself. And he just knocked it out of the park and got me blitzed. And I am drunk yeah. at the end of that video. It's it's rough, but it's it's a blast. It's super fun. Yeah. Right. On. <laughs> That's one of the best things about podcasting, by the way, is when you laugh while you're editing and that's kind of when you know that when you put it out into the world that it's going to be a good one because when i chuckle when i'm editing i'm like yep yeah this is the stuff you hear something good yeah here's a very real peek behind the curtain that happens i'd say i don't know twice a week lauren will be in her office editing her podcasts and working and i'll be in my office and i'll hear her laugh not at something her brother said but it's something she said herself on her own. <laughs> and then she will pause it and run into my office to tell me what she said that was so gosh darn funny that right. she had to share it with me. And she can't get her breath together to tell me the thing that she said that was so funny. I want to say that's an average of twice a week that happens. That's pretty but good. Like, Fantastic. You're going to listen to her show regardless. So you will find out for yourself the funny part. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. It's I'm almost like, like a spoiler. Yeah, she's yeah. You know. Like God, spoilers. Damn. I know. I know. I know. But I mean, it's when it, when it's funny, it's funny. I just, I literally, yeah, I'll throw my head back and cackle, and you know, you know, that's when it's good. So if you did that with that clue episode, then like I yeah. am bored. So what well, I will tell a quick story of something very funny that's dave related that ha- it's probably my favorite moment that's happened on my own show and i don't probably the whole past year and that is you know i when i did my setup on, on selling people on what we do we do try and keep everything positive on our show and one of the features that we do is uh, uh totally epic cover battles and we just it's not even that we're saying one is awful and one is great it's just like hey which version of this song do you prefer when we do this Generally, when I'm writing my notes for an episode, if I if I really don't like one of the versions of the song, it doesn't happen often. But I'll think, wow, if I don't have nothing nice to say, well, my co-host will be able to carry it. So I had Dave on and we were talking about uh, Last Kiss, which most people know as the Pearl Jam song. But then we were talking about the versus the original by J. Frank Wilson. And as we were going, as I was writing my notes. I was like, I really can't think of anything positive to say about the original. And I thought, well, Dave will carry it. Like, I'll throw it yeah. to Dave. He'll Mr. Brightside here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll think of something positive to say. Yeah. So we get there and I go, uh, I go, hey, Dave, what, what do you like about the original? And he goes, not a damn thing. <laughs> 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 like my favorite thing that's happened on my own yeah. show in like a year. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Shout out to one of my homies, Big Daddy, in the house. Again, I'm getting a Chicago contingent here, Dave. So yeah. maybe it's you, but you're growing in Chicago with some of my people, yeah. too. <laughs> also, I want to give shout out to Grab Him in the Brisket, the new uh, Odd Pods cousin here. So thank you for Hell watching. Yeah. You know, Odd Pods represent. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I'm you awake over there, brother? I'm awake. All right. I'm I'm like the 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 the, the I, I'm gonna tell you what I'm following the brisket one very 
closely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big time into I'm big time into all of that, you know. I'm I have my I have my smoker, I have my grill, I have my big giant 10,000 pounds of 10,000 pounds of masonry pizza oven and I I I listen to everything that's going on there and it's like, "Hmm, I've got ideas." Yes. Yeah, it's a and, good show. I'm glad to like finally hook up with them. Yeah, and then the only uh, the only thing that makes it better for me is is how I how I control everything. Everything is timed by one thing and one thing only. Lauren, what's the timer? It beer. the beer timer. Beer timer. That's how you, you gotta <laughs> Can you imagine doing an eighteen hour brisket? <laughs> okay, well, think twenty one percent beer. Eighteen hour brisket, and I have to do a beer timer on that. So if you have that 21% was shipwreck stout, yep. you could do like maybe like an ounce an hour. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I've got the I've got the liver, I've got the liver of a beluga whale. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's a 12 inch bottle an hour. In a jar <laughs> in his closet. Yeah. yeah. Lauren has the same liver. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Oh, my mic is on. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Russ. Next week you're gonna learn. Oh, I know. Oh God, I know. And, mm -hmm. and Russ, just don't let him get control of the the jukebox. I'm just telling you right now. Oh, I bet oh. I'll enjoy it. I bet I'll enjoy it. That yeah. Sabatini's Sabatini's. That's a different story, right? Yeah. This Friday, but this Wednesday, excuse me, this Wednesday is Santa Claus comes to Sabs. Yeah. Okay. Santa Claus comes to Sabs. You know, you have okay. to explain what I, Sabatini's is to the people that don't know. Sabatini, yeah. Sabatini's is a legendary pizza place in Northeast Pennsylvania. And they also have probably one of the most amazing bottle shops and bars that exists in that area. So, like, if you're into craft beer and you're in Northeast Pennsylvania, you have to go to Sabatini's in Exeter. And that's kind of my dad's home base. So, you know, that's what happens. You know how every sitcom has their characters? I'm a character. Yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wednesday, Wednesday is Santa Claus comes to Sab's. And uh, it starts at six. I will be there for four thirty to reserve my table. Yeah, excellent. Hold court. I have mentioned Sabatini's to customers coming through that are like going to Wilkes. I'm going to f it up. Wilkes Bar. Wilkes Berry. Wilkes Berry. Got any Wilkes Berry donuts? You mentioned that on my show, but I'm four beers in, so I have an excuse. <laughs> the people that are connecting the Wilkes Berry, I'm like, go to Sabatini's. And they look at me like, how the F do you know what Sabatini? I'm like, I know. Just, I know. Like, I'm a man who knows things. Yeah. You know things. I go he knows things. about a horse. I, yeah. I sit on fine Corinthian lever. I know things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Chance from Strife Seek Find, he's from Boise. And I talked to him. And until I met Chance, I just thought it was called Boise, Idaho. But when I talked to him, it's Boise. And I had some people, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll get you out to Boise. And they looked at me like, how did you know how to pronounce our city? <laughs> I know things. <laughs> you know things? <laughs> yes. So I'm mm -hmm. just going to give a list of all, like, the podcasts. All right, you live in Boise? Here's this podcast. 
You are in Jacksonville. Here's this podcast. You're mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Talk to Brian. Yes. Yeah. I learned how to pronounce Illinois from Dave. So, yeah. yeah I, had a, I had a question for Dave because Dave had on his show one time, and it's funny you mentioned Sabatini because I actually, even though Dave's not in Baltimore, I grew up in South Jersey across from Philly, so I even know it's Sabatini. But <laughs> you had a show one time, and you got into a debate over Illinois or Illinois. Yes. So what did it end up coming out to? Because I know people that say it both ways. Well, I have all, and I'm 55. I've always called it Illinois. Illinois. I get yelled at from, and you'll probably hear it from across the door, from it's Illinois. So, and I, oh, wait. Oh, we got comments. Yeah. Illinois. (laughs) So we didn't go from across the door. We just went from that. But neither of you had the E on it, though. Like, I've heard Illinois that people will also say. No, no one too. says the S. No one says the S that yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, maybe from outside the area. Because I've, I've met people that have said that before, too. Whenever I visited Chicago, it was always Illinois. It was under my impression. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> they I just am, know. They're coming for you now. <laughs> I'm, I'm the rube. I'm 55 and have lived here my whole life. And I'm the rube. But. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it right there. (laughs) So it's Illinois. Like, license to ill is the winner of how to pronounce this. Uh, All right, we're going to turn this. We're going to turn the the chat function off here now. There must be a glitch in the system. Brian, we haven't (laughs) talked to you in a while. Brian, I'm looking at your score sheet here. You were you had a lot that were like right up there. They were all bunched together. Like your highest in the craft beer was Spotted Cow, but there were a lot that were like right up there. Allagash White, Sierra Nevada. We haven't talked a lot about Sierra Nevada tonight. When was the last time you had a Sierra Nevada outside of this show? I know it wasn't as long as some of the others. Um, Spotted Cow is one that I only get so often. Um, in fact, I actually still have some from uh, when I went to that big trunk load that you brought back. Yeah, yeah. I also had some Allagash that I brought back from my last Chicago trip. Uh, yeah. I had to stop at Benny's and stock up. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'd say probably. Sometime this summer. Okay. Uh, was the last time I had Sierra Nevada. I mean, it's such a great beer. And it's just like one you kind of forget about. And even if you're in the grocery store, you could see it in every grocery store, gas station, liquor store. And it's just something like you always say, oh, this is a great beer. Oh, but I'm going to try this. It's such a phenomenal beer. And I don't know, like, people, like, forget about it. Yeah, it's a solid one for sure. I mean, it's one, you know, I mentioned I usually try to get different beers as I conquer the world or so, at least in my mind, conquering the beer world. But if there's one that I do pick up from time to time, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is one. That or maybe Torpedo. It's just, it's classic. You always know what you're going to get. It's always classic. It's it's well presented. It's just, how can you forget the OG? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And like, I remember the first time I had it, it's like how hoppy you thought it was. And now it's mm-hmm. like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. to uh, to the Benny's mentioned, by the way, Chicago. That's an escalator to heaven is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to get down I, to Cincinnati and see Jungle Gems. And you'll have your mind blown. Oh, no. I went there once. I don't work there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Literally, like you get tired. Like, I don't want to shop anymore. So you go over to the taps and get beer and just wait it out for a bit. Mm-hmm. And you go back to shopping. <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. <laughs> Jungle Gems is usually a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning uh, on the way back from Cincinnati stop. So it's an event. It's not right? always beer that makes its way to my cart either. No, I mean, if you got a sweet tooth, the candy aisle alone. I oh, will yeah. tell you that the hot sauce section is bigger than a lot of people's offices. The hot sauce section alone will just like blow your mind on the stuff you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great stop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like some of the other beers, Dave, I I really typically stick local for the most part. Um, And I stock up when I travel. Um, So, yeah, I I probably have more than I need. But uh, yeah, it's it's hard to. I think the only time I can get anything uh, outside of a local beer is if I travel and, you know, I'm at a bar and they don't have anything local and. You know, it's something like the the bigger names rather than so yeah it's it was kind of fun to go back through this Brian I have no idea what you're talking about having more beer than what you need <laughs> yeah, we might be doing a beer raffle here soon yeah Rod might be my life coach going forward <laughs> life is like you're buying more beer you can only get it this weekend, all right? It's the drop. You got to go this weekend. <laughs> if you get, if you don't get it now, you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> the beer you have is the beer you need. And so you can never have too much beer. Never. Never. No. Never too much. Never too much. <laughs> I have more beer than pint glasses right now. Yeah. Or yeah. pint glasses. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I'm overflowing your pint glasses. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. This is another yeah. true story. When I first moved to this area, and the, I swear to you, this is a very true story. We were doing something soon after I moved here, and I said to her, "Hey, do we have do we have beer in the fridge?" And she's, "I want to make sure I give the exact quote." She said, <laughs> <laughs> "I think I got it." Yeah, you were very yeah, <laughs> very healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty much yeah. Awesome. Followed very quickly by the "Who do you think I am?" Yeah. Yeah, Russ, 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 when you come Can to you my not listen to my show, <laughs> do you think I have beer in my fridge? Yeah, I'm gonna assume so. Yes, <laughs> I got I have I, more than beer in my fridge. I got I have beer in my fridge. I have liquor, I have liquor in my liquor cabinet, and I have 300 bottles of wine in the basement. Yes, <laughs> as they say, I got learned. Yeah, I got Lauren. <laughs> Sir, do you have any other children that I could marry? <laughs> I'm sorry. My two children are taken now. Yeah. I, I feel like Russ is the ultimate prepper, though. I feel like if things go bad, go to Russ's house. <laughs> my wife and I, my wife and I are empty nesters. We're looking to adopt. You go. <laughs> okay, you're still a young man, David. I mean, you know, time for one more. 
<laughs> you can go live there and be Frank the Tank on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to adopt some space oh, castle? Good lord. <laughs> Do you have space in your castle for space castle? <laughs> Forget Elf on the Shelf. We got DT on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stealing that. <laughs> That's going to be his next meme. He's just going to be on the couch. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have a little sign in the back. Russ's place. <laughs> uh, Dave, I gotta tell you, I think this is the most fun you can have on a Tuesday night. <laughs> what else are you gonna do on a Tuesday night? Yeah, not uh, not anything better than this. No, yeah. no. I think I'm gonna have to bust open my last beer. Oh my goodness! It's I'm so probably early. sure that there are more people watching this than the live season finale of The Voice. So good. <laughs> I bet the results of this show. Dave, I'm disappointed I didn't get called into oh. the voice. No, you're right. Vote no, <laughs> now for Brian on the voice. <laughs> the results of the beer in front awards matter more than the voice. Yeah. Oh, I'm certain they do. Yeah. Yeah, we only have 26 minutes left, and I have to pop open my old Rasputin. Oh. Oh. And I think we still got to give away the award for the best craft beer. Right? I know. Wait, yeah. I have you the envelope right here. Today. Where's the orchestra? <laughs> well, you got to get what the best overall. You totally had playoff music for like. Well, one thing I was going to say, too, for the people watching, because I know, Dave, you mentioned it earlier. Um we all did have all the beers, I think. Like there were some no. that, so it was just a matter of what we actually re- that we were able to get or receive. So. Right. Yeah. So I mean, people are I seeing like some to... of the best beers, and you don't see how somebody not have plenty when everybody got plenty. So it was just yeah. a matter of what you like. I didn't have Widmer. I couldn't get Widmer. I couldn't get Red Hook. Uh, and actually, before we go, like Red Hook was probably. I think it was the first brewery I ever went to. So I know, like, Brian, you score, like, all the breweries you went to. Joel from Brewery Travels, he's he has a comma with the amount of breweries he went to. But I remember Red Hook is the first brewery I went to out in Seattle, and I loved it. And, like, Red Hook ESB was one of my gateways into craft beer, and I couldn't get it here. They just don't make it here anymore. And, you know, it was part of what the Craft Beer Alliance and bought out by, you know, uh, InBev and AB, stuff like that. But they just don't distribute it here anymore. But Red Hook ESB was such a great beer. And I couldn't get to it this year. Yeah. yeah it sucks when you can't get the yeah. thing that you want. But, uh, Dave, can I tell a really quick tiny little story because i think i i don't know if you you mentioned it um at the top but the um the macro that i i'm fairly certain that was my top was uh blue moon and i feel like i need to make sure that i mention that while my dad is here in the room because that is truly because of him if your Uh, dad wasn't watching wait hold on one second lauren i don't want to cut you off Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was in fact, blue moon. Yeah. So everything that was 
listed for me there, like makes total sense. But <laughs> the reason that I was sure that uh, Blue Moon was my top macro is because Blue Moon was very literally the thing that made me interested in the fact that beer could be something other than, you know, uh, you know, kind of your, your light Pilsner kind of things, because yeah. we would go for pizza every Friday and the place that we were going at the time, dad, you remember this? We would get a picture of blue moon and at Grotto pizza at Grotto pizza. And that is what started me in saying like, huh, yeah. beer can kind of be delicious. And so blue moon was kind of the kick, you know, the, the door kick open into this whole magical world that I have landed myself in. And every time I drink a blue moon, it's like if beer can taste like nostalgia for a person, blue moon is that for me. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that I got it kind of shouted out here now because I'm drinking, you know, I, I was drinking the beer that tasted like Christmas for me. And I voted number one macro with a beer that is the beer that got me into craft beer that is 100% nostalgia for me. So, you know, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell my Blue Moon story. Oh, and moon. it almost ended very badly. Oh, no, uh -oh. Dave, don't ruin my beer. No, it's actually a good story. So a couple of buddies of mine, we went to this place in Greek town in Chicago in Illinois. <laughs> we went to watch this was maybe 99 2000 2001 the bears are playing the browns and the bears were getting drilled it was bad and we didn't know this was a cleveland brown bar uh, and oh. the whole game they're all like right here bears suck all this well in the last like two minutes Mike Brown of the Bears, like, ran back two interceptions for touchdowns. And then, of course, at that time, like, we're, like, 12 blue moves into it because that was the only decent beer they had. So, like, we're just, like, oh, yelling at him, like, hey, Art Modell, right here, you know. We're just, like, giving all the Cleveland Brown fans some shit. The last play of the game was, like, an interception for a touchdown in overtime. And I'm just, like, right here. All of a sudden, <laughs> I have half the city of Cleveland surrounding me, and they yeah. want to kick my ass. My friend comes out of the bathroom, and he's like, oh, my God, what do I do? The whole city of Cleveland's, like, around me, and they just, like, they were going to kick my ass. And I deserve the ass kicking. I, I'm going to admit it, because I was, like, hammered on Blue Moon, and they were just like, I just want to shake your hand. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> the owner Trap. of the bar had to be 80 years old. He just grabbed all four of us. He just it was like country strong, threw us in a cab. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Saved your life. <laughs> yeah. So Blue Moon almost got me killed. I couldn't help but notice while you were talking, uh, Dave, that I saw that the Cleveland Brown contingent showed up uh, on the stream uh, just below you there. There was uh, – oh, what, hold on. Oh, it, looks yeah. like, it looks like the trophy's coming back out. <laughs> here. Yes. Do we need to put Dave in a cab and get him out of this live stream? Yeah, I was right. Yeah, right? 
They make Ubers for YouTube. Let's get them out of here. Yeah. But see, here's the question then. They're they like called for, YouTubers. Oh, there you go. For Russ, losing. you're in a state where you have the Eagles, Super Bowl winners, the Steelers, Super Bowl winners, but you go to Cleveland. Wait, 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 wait. 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 Mascist and are these, also Cleveland they won a Super Bowl. They really? won Super Bowls. Yeah. I thought they were Pop Warner teams. <laughs> Cut me a break. <laughs> you, you know, you know where the real Pennsylvania football team is? Okay. It's the it's the Pottsville Maroons. They were robbed. The Pottsville Maroons were robbed. Up, oh, <laughs> if you go to the football hall of shame, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Lauren's, Lauren's seen this joke not land in person, but oh having, grown up, having grown up, having grown up in Detroit, people are always like, you know, because we'll be in a bar and the sportsing will be sportsing on the TVs, and people will talk to me immediately before her, and I'm always like, nope, you screwed up. You want to talk to her? She sports, and I don't. You know, and people will be like, well, why don't you sports? And I'm like, because I grew up in Detroit where they don't have a professional football team, which I joke, right? And people always, yeah, and people always are like, huh? Well, they have the Lions, and I'm like, but they're not professionals. Like, Follow the goddamn joke, you know. <laughs> They're not late drivers. Yeah. They just park the cars. <laughs> yeah. I love. I, I've talked Walter Payton on the show. I love Walter Payton, but Barry Sanders was my guy. You had Barry football. Is great. I'm not, I'm he not got Barry Sanders because he was on the Lions. There's two yeah. Lions I've ever met in my entire life, both by accident. And one was uh, Barry Sanders, and he was very nice. And then uh, Calvin Johnson was the other one. And Calvin was like the nicest person I've ever met in my whole life. Like he was super nice. Nicer than me. Uh, <laughs> just say yes. You should see the ring that Calvin's wearing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't give a ring, a Calvin a ring. So, oh, good. But Does no, Calvin like, have a ring? Uh, no, nobody's ever going to give Calvin Johnson a ring, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a sports joke, I get. Yeah. Yay. Uh. <laughs> There's so few and far between for me. <laughs> Another time, I almost got my ass kicked. I'm at a Bears Lions game in Chicago. Oh boy. And there was like two Lions fans there. Like two minutes into the game, they got tossed out because they were getting their ass kicked. Bears fans were throwing so shit far, at the them. Story is wholly unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Sanders rips off like a 70-yard touchdown run. I love Barry Sanders. He was on my fantasy football at the team at the time. I was like, and everyone's like starting on me. I'm like, he's on my fantasy team. They're like, oh, okay, you're good. Yeah, you get a pass. You get a pass. <laughs> Other than that, you'd get killed. But no. You can score, but we better win. <laughs> um, okay, so guys, I do have to pay up because I have to. Dad's gonna go anyway. Bye, Dad. Hey guys, thank you for All letting right. me join the party. Nice to meet no you. No problem, guys. David. Thanks for joining. <laughs> okay. By the way, I'm already done with the about that. Okay. I don't know why he started sounding like a robot, but yeah, he's my yeah. robot yeah. dad yeah. now. Ever since he said Cleveland, it switched up on yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, David. 
Thank you for accepting my robot, Dad. I have a robot. And, um, Lauren, find out if your dad was in that bar in Chicago like 20 some years ago. I want to make sure. He's like, I know he looked familiar. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I pour one of the finalists for the craft beer category, which is Old Rasputin. One of my all-time favorite beers. This is another mm-hmm. one that got me into craft beer. I remember another Detroit Lions story for you, Ross. So Shoot. if you watch... Is this, is this the one where they lost? Yes. Okay. This right. man so has more Detroit like Lions the stories than Matthew Stafford. You got that one too, 90s. right, Russ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Juan Fonts was Kelly the coach. Is my problem. Yeah. yeah. I actually like Juan Fonts. I thought he had a good Detroit. personality. Yeah, I think he had a good personality. It was just now I want to get know. to the playoffs the one time with I Sanders. Say, I don't was know like, a lot about sports, but I think you need more than a personality to be a co- yeah. successful coach. Yes. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. What's yeah. the time? Sports, on the other hand, Barry Sanders beat. Didn't Barry Sanders beat the Dallas Cowboys one year in the playoffs? Well, I'm sure he probably did. They only had one yeah. playoff win. It probably was. Yeah, they have one like something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was what? like we back don't talk in about the nineties. Yes, we're going to 1991. People in Detroit hold on to it like it was the goddamn greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Well, like, back then right. the Cowboys were like the freaking beast of the West yeah. out there. And the rest so of America like, doesn't talk about it because of America's team and Emmett yeah. Smith. Which, by the way, well, now that we're in a sports, I, I get abused constantly in public because I heard Dallas Cowboys purse. Like people come up to me, they're like, "Dude, really?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know sports. Sorry, you're offended by her purse." Like I get you wear a Cowboys for your Cowboys fan. She wears, oh yeah, she's a huge. Oh Cowboys fan. wow, okay, that's cool. Yeah, my, my, in-law, my in-laws live in Dallas, but I mean, yeah. you know, it is. You know, and it like, here's the thing. I will tell you this and I will explain it in a way that makes sense to literally everyone. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> you drink a lot. No, she does drink a lot. It's going to make sense. And they're going to open Wait, the Real quick. My mom is on the show. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. My mom loves all of you. I, bet. I love her too. Mama Patricia, cheers. I bet she's a robot too. <laughs> like my dad's a robot. But no, uh, 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 I grew up in Pennsylvania. My brother is an Eagles fan, and I picked the mm-hmm. team that would make him the most mad in the early 90s, and it stuck. It would Fair. be the Cowboys. That would be the Cowboys. I mean, and uh, growing up outside I- Philly, that was the opposite. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So I took it very seriously, and my Doberman is named Troy uh, because of that. And, and when he's in real trouble, we say Troy. Troy Kenneth, Kenneth Aikman. Aikman. And um, yeah, last time he had a good quarterback, and he sells like. <laughs> God, we can talk about this offline if you want to, but Troy Aikman. Was I said last time they had a good quarterback. He was good, yeah. He was good. Last time they had a good quarterback. We can talk about this offline. That was he doesn't say Romo. You're not going to say Romo. We only now have 12 minutes left. So. Team. Yeah, I was going to say. Because Romo was like Danny White. Reborn. We got to let Dave have good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying under Lauren. Right, I'm going to talk my old Rasputin story. <laughs> I was going to say, please let Dave have good time. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying Dave to drive Lauren to a higher ATV here tonight. Detroit Lions story for Russ. Back in the late 90s, 
if you loved football, the only thing you watched was ESPN NFL primetime, Chris Berman, the -hmm. Detroit Lions head coach, was Mm -hmm. Wayne Fonts. They sucked. Up until like November, they were like one in seven. And then Wayne Fonts pulled like magic out of his ass. They won every game until the end of the year and somehow got respectable and he lost his job. So Chris Berman, every at the end of the year, would call Wayne Fonts Rasputin. You can't fire him. You can't kill him. He would just live. And I was at a liquor store with this old Polish liquor store in Niles, Illinois, Illinois, Ruby, sorry. Uh oh. <laughs> and I saw this beer and I'm like, Rasputin, put it in the cart. I need to buy it. I don't care if this is good, bad, or indifferent. The beer is Rasputin. I'm going to drink this for Wayne Fonts. And yeah. I have loved old Rasputin. Since 1997, thanks to Chris Berman and Wayne Fonts. So, Russ, that's so rad. Yes, yeah. Chris Berman is literally my highest rated beer in this entire list of beers. Actually, it's amazing. Well, if if you ever if if you ever read the thousand beers you must taste before you die, it's one of the beers listed in there. Oh wow! I like I didn't know that. I know of it. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, it's a phenomenal. It's a Russian imperial stout. Oh. This is nine percent alcohol. It's delicious. I need it, but if you don't like stouts, you probably won't like it because it's oh, I like strong, a But it's a delicious beer. We have ten minutes left. Like, Let's just I give the award to like, Old Rasputin, and yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I could do that, but yeah. I have an envelope. That was one of my top right. ones. Yeah. It was one of my top ones. I yeah. mean, I mean, so you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go, that's Van Acoustic is like he's go- a Packers fan. Yeah, he's a Packers fan. That's NFC North. You guys are talking all the lines and the Bears and all that stuff. He had to get his vote out there too. He's hey, Packers. This is probably the most sports talk I've ever been involved in. Yeah, but but the hottest team right now might actually be Russ's from what I'm understanding. Because I don't watch the NFL as much as I watch college. The most I watch the NFL. Detroit is Detroit's in the hunt now. Detroit's like come back like off like six wins. They're like what? They're like like eight and seven or something now, or something close. They're uh, after losing their first six. All these people that are typing in open it. I hope you do this shit for the Academy Awards. Open it, Dave. Do this shit to share. You know, you do this to... I think they actually actually do because... Open it. The awards seem to go over at 11 o'clock hour. People are like, by 11, like, open the damn envelope, you know. I have nine minutes left. I mean, if we have music playing right now, the music probably be playing, like, speed it up, Dave. Speed it up, Dave. Just do like Jim, do like Jim Valvano and keep going. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say that's a solid point. Every award show goes way over. Second yeah. of all, I would argue that you're hearing better banter on this show than you have on any award show for the past. Oh, absolutely! Years. Come on, Parker. All right, just to shut up the riffraff here. <laughs> here are your nominees. For Best Craft Beer Over 21. Bells, Two-Hearted. Great Lakes, Edmund Fitzgerald. 
North Coast, Old Rasputin. Russian River, Pliny the Elder. And Sierra Nevada, Pale Ale. I feel like the heart flooded. Like I'm actually at the ceremony. <laughs> piss off everybody. I want to be the reaction cam on behalf of Bells. Like, you know, like, yeah. like. All right. We're going to call off the macro beer of the year. I love the, the winner. <laughs> It's the wrong card. <laughs> I had four beers. Mom, don't watch. The craft beer over 21 is Russian River Pliny the Elder. What a great beer. It is a good a beer. Total phenomenal beer. I need to thank Ryan over Soundtrack Your Life was like, I'll get it out to you. He sent me that along with a couple other great beers from California, some barrel-age stuff. Pliny the Elder, I mean, I've had it under 10 times in my life, but every time that I've had it, it's just been, wow, what a phenomenal beer. Yeah, absolutely. It's less bitter and less hoppy than you'd think it would be. It's really incredibly well balanced. It's very, very smooth, incredibly drinkable. It's it's just an all-timer. Absolutely. You know, it's over 21 years old. Mm-hmm. It's never changed. It doesn't have to. It's just phenomenal beer. And it's, you know, you could only get it in California and only or I think they distribute to a couple other states. I think Pennsylvania might be one of them. But there's only very few places that you could get Pliny the Elder if you're not in Santa Rosa, California. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't get it. Um, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not in Pennsylvania right now, but I guess I'll have to check this yeah. weekend. I didn't get it either. I mean, I'm like... 
pure curb street. Have to abstain from the yeah. boat like I'm calling a game. I just didn't get that one. So All right, fair. no boat in that one. Right. <laughs> How did this beer win when only me and Dave drank it? Yeah, no. <laughs> had the highest score composite. It's like the BCS, you know, choosing teams yeah. to go to the playoff system. What happens in that room, man? What happens yeah. in there? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like the meatloaf. What's going What's she yeah. doing back there? Ma, the meatloaf. Yeah. You know? like, I don't know what she's doing. The election is rigged. I'll tell you. I'm telling you. Hashtag fake news. Fake news. The whole guy was outside. A lot of big problems in the beer industry and the beer voting. A lot of people know this. No one's talking about it. Talk to Ruby. (laughs) Ruby was a tabulator. Somebody give me Carrie Lake on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) No, Carrie Lake was on the phone. Uh, My ass would look a lot better than it does now. I'd have some fucking filters where I'd look like George fucking Clooney right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I'm going to try it at some point. I've always heard great things about that beer, so congrats yeah. to plenty of it's a It's a phenomenal beer. It's just, it's one of the best. You know, yeah. when I'm thinking for next year, like, I'm not going to keep putting the same beers in. Some of the craft beers for over 21 that I'm thinking for next year is Alpha King for Three Floyds, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Lager mm-hmm. from Brooklyn Brewing, yeah. Belgian-style yeah. Red from New Glarus, Dead Guy Ale from Rogue. Heck yeah! Eric, dead Guy is no joke. Dead Guy is pretty solid. That's dead guy is one of the few beer bottles yeah. I actually kept before. I think yeah. you broke my AirPod, Lauren, with that, like, shriek. <laughs> I was very emphatic about it. Yeah. Like Elvis, but you know, we had so many beers in the different categories, you could yeah. section to be like, yeah. you know, of these 10 IPAs or these 10 Sours or these 10 Belgian or something like that and everything, they could try to maybe do something. I just too. want uh, too hard to be involved every year so it can keep being the Susan Lucci. Yes, there like, you go. never wins, but it should. This is a good Arrogant beer. bastard. It's a good beer. Oh, from Stone. Red Seal Ale from North Coast. Oh, yes. Alaskan Smoke Porter. Oh, yeah. Burning River from Great Lakes. Sellis White. And Bigfoot Barley Wine from Sierra Nevada. Mm. Interesting. I'm surprised you didn't cool like like doing Dark Monder longer lager from Great Lakes because they win a lot of awards for that beer. You know what? It was one I was going to, but I didn't want to put like multiple beers from one brewery in the category because I'm like, if you had like five beers from Great Lakes, they would kind of cancel each other out. Yeah, you can do do a category next time though. Just like pick a brewery to do their best beer overall. Of everything they best do. beer from Cleveland, so best beer if it doesn't come back and because if you do a double IPA, Great Lakes Chill Wave should be on there. Yeah, best beer in Cleveland. Does anybody do a mistake by the lake ale? No, okay. <laughs> get your future father in law, Russell. <laughs> it's just in Cincinnati, they say if it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, uh, we're getting down to the end. I want anyone that's like watch this shit for two hours. You're a better person than I am. But I want to thank everyone that's participated. DT from Space Castle, Russ and Lauren, Lauren's from Beard Ale, Russ from Infectious Groove, Brian from 314. Everything you want to know about St. Louis beer, you see Brian. You need to see Rod J. And Rajay's Beer Ventures 
because it's one of my favorite shows, whether it's YouTube. Rajay's everywhere. <laughs> Look at my man, Rajay. Everyone else that's joined the show from Wish You Were Beer, Weekly Beer Show, Sarah, everyone else, Grant, I thank you guys so much. means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Tell everyone where they can find you. Let's go from the top. BT. Uh, you can find me at spacecastlepod.com. You can find links to the podcast, the YouTube channel, all the stuff I'm doing on the site. Love for you guys to join me. It's a blast. Lauren and Russ. Okay, I'm going to go first really quickly. You can find me at beardalpodcast.com and at beardalpodcast and all social media platforms. We have a good time. Have a good time with us, please. Thank you. You can find Lauren and I on YouTube at Infectious Groove Music, or you can go to infectiousgroovepodcast.com and find everything to do with the podcast there. Brian. Yeah, you can find me at 31poor.com or 31poor uh, across all social media. Finally, Rod J. Lord has such a great voice there. It's like, I got to go back to my college days when I was on radio to get my voice in the right spot. But yeah, you can find me over on YouTube. You can find me on rajbeerventures.com, which is the website. It has all the social media you could ever look for. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, Tumblr, Pinterest. Yeah, Tumblr. Pinterest. You can even find me on Pinterest. Tumblr? Yeah, <laughs> that at all. And the podcast. On, the podcast. Are you on, so. are you on Grindr? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right. I don't need I money that much. <laughs> We're well, wait a minute. Did we have the macro beer winner that I missed? Oh, that was before you guys all came on. That was Guinness. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 they give like record of the year out first, and everyone, yeah, like, oh, that's, that's like yeah. you do before people like come best on. It's like costume design, design. best costume design, first. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, thank you, everyone that's participated. Thank you, everyone that's watched. I don't know why you watched it because. <laughs> but whatever. I, mean, I thank you for watching. Because you're thank good, you, everyone. You do, Dave. That's why. Yeah. Guinness Draft, Pliny the Elder. Congratulations to the winners. Have a great holiday season, everyone. I wish you all the best. Best of success in 2023. Love you all. Thank you again. <laughs> That was so much fun. That was oh, a that blast. Was blast oh, we're still, we're still live. Hey, we're still live. Are we live? <laughs> Drink this beer, the after live party. It says live beer. still live. My counter's still counting now, so it's still live. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.